evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Radio Station EXP. Tonight we are featuring an interview with a very peculiar-looking gentleman who goes by the name of Mr Paul Caruso on the dodgy subject of are there or are there not flying saucers or UFOs. Uh, please, Mr Caruso, could you give us your regarded opinion on this nonsense about spaceships and even space people? Thank you. As you all know, you just can't believe everything you see in here, can you? Now, if you will excuse me, I must be on my way. I don't believe it. Listening to 101.9 FM CITR here in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and the show is Stereoscopic Readout, as it always is this time. Thursday nights, uh, I'm your host, Darren, and yeah, that was the Jimi Hendrix Experience EXP from uh, their second album, Axis Bold as Love. Um, I was going to follow it with Spanish Castle Magic, but that might be pushing the envelope of what I'm allowed to play. <laughs> uh, not that it's tasteless, not that it's, you know, uh, not, not permitted. It's just, well, it's, there's, that's ground that another radio station in Vancouver covers that would be better off with. Anyway, um, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to get to the point uh, this evening. I'm going to start off with a treat from Funkadelic. This is going out to good friend of the stations, Vanessa. This is Funkadelic with I Bet You. Oh, let's try this again. Oh, for crap. You know what? I'm going to play the second choice. MP3 is not playing that, so I'm just going to keep babbling while I pop this into the um, CD thingy. That's not it. It's coming up, really it is. Uh, Mediafire, as an MP3 hosting site, is beginning to suck. Um, this is the second week in a row I've had problems uploading stuff to it. This is the second week in a row I've had problems playing stuff with it, but, uh, where are we going here? 
to, no, that's not what I want there. This is love with maybe, or sorry, the good humor man, he sees everything like this. Why do the hump little girls wearing pigtails in the morning? In the morning, la da 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 da. Merry go rounds are going round. Down in the morning, not in the morning, la da 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 da. Summertime's here, and look at their flowers every where in the morning, in the morning,
How much do you know about bikes? Everything? Perfect. Nothing at all? Even better. At the UBC Bike Kitchen, you can use our space and tools to do your own bike maintenance, get one-on-one -on -one instruction on how to fix your bike yourself, or drop your bike off for us to repair. You can also buy a fully refurbished, guaranteed used bicycle, or a variety of new and used parts and accessories. The Bike Kitchen is UBC's non-profit, student-owned, full-service bike shop. We're located in the basement of the Student Union Building. Just look for the stairwell on the north side of the sub across from Gage Towers, or search for the UBC Bike Kitchen on Facebook. Stop by the Bike Kitchen, and then get riding.
no good trying to place your hand Where I can't see because I understand That you're different from me Yes, I can tell that you can't be what you pretend You're rocking backwards and you're rocking towards the red and yellow mane of a stallion horse.
And the technical difficulties just keep on coming, don't they? Um, but we got through a good set there. Uh, that was something of a legendary album, Great Lost Album by uh, two Brazilians, released in 1975. Lula Cortez, recently deceased this year, and Zé Ramalho, uh, album called Paibiru. I don't know what that means. Um, legend has it that most of the original pressings uh, of that album were lost in a flood. So um, it is, I believe, reissued. And that track was entitled Raga dos Rayos. Um, started that whole thing off with Love from their seminal and classic album Forever Changes. That was the good humor man. He sees everything like this. Finally got uh, things working with that Funkadelic track. I bet you that's going out to Vanessa, uh, followed by The Nice with Cry of the Eugene. Um, if you're into some really trippy visuals, there is uh, somebody on YouTube who was doing a liquid light show type thing, um, although I think he or she goose the footage with a little cgi but pretty impressive nonetheless uh call up uh, the cry of the eugene by the nice um you should be able to find one of there's a lot of different videos by the same person doing mostly to um kraut rock and prog um the nice interestingly enough started off life as pp arnold's backing band kind of um the last singer you'd expect a band like The Nice to be backing up, but whatever. I mean, it's P.P. Arnold. P.P. Arnold asks you to be her backing band. What are you going to say? No, I don't think so. Uh, also, other claim to fame for The Nice was Keith Emerson, latterly of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's first band. Uh, Sid Barrett backed with members of the soft machine from the madcap laughs you heard no good trying and then lula cortez and zera malio raga dos rayos from 1975 we are approaching 8 p.m here on 101.9 fm citr we're going to get into some more similar terrain to what you just heard bruce palmer Latterly, the bassist for Buffalo Springfield came down to L.A. with Neil Young in 60-65 to um, hook up with Stephen Stills. At some point in the 70s, he eventually released his... He basically was deported twice. He had a lot of drug problems in L.A., um, which made it easy for the police to catch up with him, find that he wasn't there legally deport him back to Canada, he came back, deported him back to Canada, he came back uh, with his hair cut and dressed as a businessman, and finally was kicked out of the uh, country for good. Um, Got his stuff together enough in the 70s to put together a solo album, which features none other than Rick James, a former bandmate from the Minor Birds, who played also with Neil Young back in 65. Um going to listen to a track i don't know if it's entitled oxo or just oxo after the bouillon cube but uh something from uh, bruce palmer (laughs) 
Rough Diamond Collective, a collective promoting mostly queer, mostly hip-hop, presents Seattle-based rappers, producers, sub-pop signees, whatever you want to call them, The Satisfaction on Wednesday, November 2nd at the Waldorf. Doors are at 9 p.m. and you don't want to miss your chance to see an extraordinary performance from Seattle's most exciting MCs, fusing jazz, psychedelic, and rap. Advanced tickets are $8 at Vinyl Records, Zulu Records, and Little Sisters, or $10 at the door. Sponsored by CITR. Come one, come all, young or old, to Bring Your Boomers 2, Activism for Everybody. Bring Your Boomers 2 will go down on Tuesday, November 1st from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. at the SFU Woodward's Building. 
Come on out for an evening of intergenerational dialogue around activism and social change. Tickets are $12 in advance or $15 at the door. Can be found at bringyourboomers2.eventbrite.com. Back with you on 101.9 FM, CITR. The show is Stereoscopic Readout. I'm here till 9, so we have about, oh, pretty much exactly half the show left. 9 o'clock, Ben is in with live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. That's from 9 till 11. Ochre is in at 11 with Funk My Life. And at midnight, Pierre takes to the airwaves for six solid hours of oral tentacles. But we still have 45 minutes left. Uh, Started that set off with Bruce Palmer. Yes, Bruce Palmer, ex of Buffalo Springfield and his solo album. The Cycle is Complete. You heard a track called OXO. Um, The Folklords, hailing from... Somewhere in Canada, I don't know where, but they did leave us with uh, an interesting album. Album cover is is great. You want to see period dress and aesthetic uh, the way it would have been back in 68. Take a look at that album. Um, music doesn't really measure up all the time, although it does contain, it does feature auto harp, which is somewhat good in my books. Um I don't. I don't mind. Auto, oh, is it auto harp or zither? Something like that. It's it's one of these interesting instruments that always uh, I'm willing to always listen to at least once. It's not. It's certainly no flute or harpsichord because I mean to me there is no such thing as a bad song with flute or harpsichord in it. That is not an invitation for you to phone up and start petitioning me about bad songs that have those instruments in them. Uh, but yeah, the track was called Jennifer Lee. That is one of the two fairly good songs on that album um and if you didn't like that song then definitely don't get that album um the last song you heard in that set was tyrannosaurus rex from prophets seers and sages the angels of the ages that was the first incarnation of that band This is what happens when you get older. Your short-term memory just completely dies. Mark Bolin. Mark Bolin on guitar and vocals with Steve Peregrine took on percussion and backing vocals. That incarnation lasted for a few albums until about, I think, 1969, 1970 when Mark Bolin fired Took. Uh, That was a constant source of animosity between them for the rest of uh, Took's life anyway. Um... And of course, uh, after that, at that point, he put a Mark Bolin put the full band together, which became known as T Rex, and the rest was history. Uh, where am I going with this? I'm going to carry on with a band I actually haven't played since oh the last time the for the you know stereoscopic readout Mark One back when we were at seven thirty on Thursday evenings. This is a band from the Philadelphia area, as I best as uh, best I can recall. Mandrake Memorial. And they left us with three progressively better albums. The first one's okay. The second one's pretty good. And the third one is a really good concept album, which kind of saw all songs sort of flow together. You get these two sweet like sides to the album. That album is entitled puzzle, but uh, this is 
Uh, well, speaking of harpsichords, uh, it's kind of like a variation on the Who's Quick One While He's Away with Electric Harpsichord. This is from their second album, Medium, uh, entitled Witness the End.
101.9 FM, CITR, the show is stereoscopic. Rita, we're into the last half hour of tonight's, or this week's show for that matter. Um, started that set off with Mandrake Memorial uh, from their second album, Medium, released in 68, uh, Witnessed the End. Followed that with Spirit from Los Angeles. I think it's... You know, I'd have to do my research on that. It's from their self-titled album, the one where it's got the composite face made up of the five faces of the band on it. Uh, Same album, which has Fresh Garbage, probably one of their better-known tracks. And uh, Taurus, a a certain acoustical guitar um, little uh, passage in that song, which a certain... English band named after a certain type of uh, dirigible uh, tended to or basically ripped off uh, for one of their more famous songs about a certain architectural feature which would get you into the sky. <laughs> if I okay, this is just getting too labored. Led Zeppelin ripped them off. Um, Band from New York City, I think. Um, I've heard various reports. Uh, Boston or New York City. Uh, the band was Banshee after that with uh, I Just Don't Know. And that last song was there from the James Gang from their second album, James Gang Rides Again. Um, the Bomber. Really neat song. Um, actually, I really love that song. The bass, the bass playing in that uh sort of breakdown section um it's just exquisite but that's just me also featuring uh quotations from Ravel's Bolero and Vince Guaraldi's Cast Your Fate to the Wind anyway as I mentioned we've got about uh 20 minutes uh now left in the show I think yep exactly 20 minutes left in the show before Ben shows up, and we're going to get to, well, going from a band that might have been from Boston to a band that I'm pretty sure exactly was from Boston. Um, Ultimate Spinach. This is a track I haven't played before. Um, Sacrifice Sacrifice of the Moon in Four Parts.
full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV? My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Exploding Headwoods, Monday, 7.30 to 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to citr.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? Kaleidoscope, um, 
the American one, because there was two, there were two, sorry for the bad grammar, there were two kaleidoscopes um, back then, one from Britain, one from the U.S. That was the American one from the greater Los Angeles area. Um, keep your mind open. And yes, that was sound effects of gunfire in the background because those were the times. People going off to fight in Vietnam. Uh, we're going to be hearing from another band that had opinions about Vietnam after I finish flapping my gums here, uh, Country Joe and the Fish. But uh, off the top, Boston's Ultimate Spinach, one of two bands, them and Beacon Street Review. Beacon Street Review. I think that was who they are. Um, two bands who were touted by MGM Records as being the next big thing uh, back in 1968 after the whole San Francisco scene had exploded and then imploded. Um, MGM picked up on it and figured that Boston was the next um, sort of epicenter for great counter or underground tunes. Unfortunately, because a major label had seized on it, um, it was basically dismissed as hype, uh, most vocally, I think, by uh, Rolling Stone magazine, which was unfair because there were a lot of good bands, very good bands in Boston who sort of suffered because uh, the fact that they were from Boston was used against them, that it was some sort of uh, attempt by the man to commodify the music. Um other great bands, Tangerine Zoo, um, being one of them, Eagle. Um, there's another one, and I can't, you know what, my mind's going, I can't remember <laughs> who they were. Ill Wind, Rock and Ramrods, but they were sort of prior to, they, they their heyday was, pre, was like prior to, um, prior to the whole boss town sound hype. But anyway, worth checking out. Just, uh, there is a good website out there. I can't really find it because this is obviously not my computer. I don't have my bookmarks, but, uh, enter boss town sound, Boston bands, 1960s. There's a really, really good fan site done by a guy who was there. There's lots of, um, firsthand accounts of bands such as Beacon Street Review. Um, worth taking a look at, Afterglow, a band I've heard variously from being from California or Oregon. I don't know. They had a self-titled album in 1968 and then disappeared. You heard Chasing Rainbows from it. And then Kaleidoscope there. We're going to carry on now with Country Joe and the Fish from their debut album, Electric Music for the Mind and Body, Section 43. And there may be a little bit of lag time before uh, Ben gets in, so... I don't know what I'm going to play, but I will mark it down on my play sheet. And you can access those if you go to citr.ca, click on schedule. There will be a drop-down menu wherein you'll see something called last three days or playlist. Either of those will let you know what I played on the show tonight. So as I knew, as I mentioned, Country Joe and the Fish, section 43. That's it from me this week. No, 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 damn. Uh, try this again. Mm-hmm. 